There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello there. This is where the fun begins. This is the way. Welcome to the Pod Awakens. My name is Jordan. With me today is Logan. How are you today, Logan? Ah, I have awakened. I'm back on the pod. Yeah, I'm back on the pod. I haven't been on this one in a long time. I think the last one was... Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett? Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. It is wild. Uh, Yeah, you started the podcast with me. 2019. Yeah, I did. This show has not lasted as as <laughs> in the sense of like we've we finally started picking back up again uh yeah but it's a uh it's a hard thing to keep track of i know you're currently watching uh ahsoka so no spoilers mm-hmm. are going to be on this show for ahsoka logan's not caught up but just want to get your quick thoughts here on i think you're like three in here yeah. uh how you vibing with uh ahsoka i think mandalorian one um, season one will be always my favorite, but Ahsoka is right behind it. I mean, it. I mean, it's everything about it's just so good. I, I, I really enjoy the characters. Um, I don't know the story as well because of Clone Wars. I, I didn't watch Clone Wars, so I don't know. You know, I don't have the attachments to the different characters that are coming on. Um, but I will say, I think it. Again, I, I'm anything that Dave Filoni touches turns to gold. It seems so. I'm all for him taking over the, the Star Wars universe if he really wants, um, because I feel like it's all gold when he touches it. So, Yeah, we got a big uh, show for you today, a fun show. I'm going to explain what we're doing here. Uh, I, and let me just be up front. I did not finish this assignment, by the way. There's one movie I could not add anything to, and I'm going to blame that on the movie itself when we get there. Uh, and then I'll try to think of something to add. But I feel like I know which one it is. <laughs> what we're doing is... So what we're doing are adding post-credit scenes to the nine saga films. We limit it to the nine uh, instead of adding in... Right, you didn't add in Solo or uh, Rogue no. One, right? Okay. No. Me neither. Uh, if people are listening along and want to send post-credit scenes to us... You can do it however you want. But here's the rules that I'm going to hold everyone to. It can be a new scene that you create yourself. But it cannot break canon. So if you don't like a movie, you can't overwrite it. Meaning, if you're not a fan of The Last Jedi, when you get to The Force Awakens, you can't say, post credit scene, Luke never throws the saber, and he is, you know, back on board and never dies. You can't do stuff like that, all right? Just uh, draw on the line here. But it can just be a brief description of what happens if if people are interested to send theirs. It can be an adaptation of a scene from the comics or animation or a book. 
But here's the thing. I will not hold you to book or comic or cartoon canon at this point because not everyone is seeing those. So uh, if if you're... I don't expect Logan to have binged Clone Wars and Rebels just to see if he wants to insert any scenes into post-credits scenes. So uh, if, he, if he says something and you're listening and you're like, that's not canon, we don't care about... Uh, the, anything outside the canon of the live action material for this endeavor. Um, Cause I'm sure there's some comics out there that even scenes I say, people will be like, well, that contradicts Darth Vader number 57 in 2018. It can be a scene from a movie or a show. And that is kind of like how Ant-Man has a scene from civil war as it's post credit scene. So if you want it to just lift a scene from somewhere and put it in somewhere else, that's fine. Uh, you can have between one to two end credit scenes of film. So a mid or a post, a mid and a post, or just a mid or just a post. Those are fine. Um, this is meant to be chronological order to the Star Wars timeline. So episode three would have one for either Rogue One or A New Hope, something like that. And be prepared to say why you chose the scenes you did. Uh, and we can have some debates as we go. So that is the rules for Logan. That is the rules for everybody listening along as well. Logan, how how difficult was this task that I have tasked you? Um, I would say uh, I was, you know, I was kind of going through them last night, like rethinking some of them. Um, and I would say there were certain movies that it was very difficult. Like there were certain ones, but then there's other ones. I'm like, oh, I already know 100% what this wants to be. Um, I would say there are two in particular I had a very difficult time with. So I'm interested to see which ones you've had uh, a tough time with because I think they might be similar to the ones I did. But uh, I... actually, the easiest one for me um, was actually uh, part of one of my least favorite movies of the last year. So, yes. So. Uh, for me. This was I, I blew like the day that I told you this, I was like rattling off prequel ones no problem and yeah. then i stalled and yep. uh i think part of that is because i was raised during the prequels and also i was so inundated with the ancillary materials during the prequels i read little books i had theories of my own of of stuff like this and like stuff is mentioned in the prequels that happens off screen that i'm like oh i'll set that up in, in this and that's kind of why those were so easy for me. The originals I did eventually get through pretty easily. I'll say it now. The hardest one I had is the force awakens. That is the one I have nothing for. And the reason I have nothing for that one is because, and this is where I blame the movie and the sequel trilogy as a whole, which I'm a fan of by the way, but I have a few complaints about the sequels. I talk about all the time. One that there was no plan <laughs> Two, their use of R2 and three PO three the time frame the sequel takes place in. And what I mean by that is all three films take place over a year and a half. There is no gap between force awakens and last Jedi that anytime I was like, Oh, maybe I could show Finn wake up. No, he, they show that in the last Jedi. I was like, well, maybe I can show Ray see Luke. No, that's already in the movie. I'm like, who, what Poe? Oh no, but Poe's already, kind of doing stuff at the end of the force awake. I was like, and they pick up right where they left off. Cause I looked at timelines too. Of like, 
not even looking at just the movie, but I'm like, is there a chance anything happened between the time the Force Awakens happens and the Last Jedi? And I'm looking at stuff. It's like, no, they pretty much get found by the Empire, the, the First Order, pretty quickly, and then they have to take off. And that's where Poe's story picks up. So I was like, I can't think of anything to put in the Force Awakens. But uh, is that the one that you had a tough time with too, or was it Rise? So Rise of Skywalker was the one I had a difficult time with. And then Clone uh, or Attack of the Clones is oh, the one okay. I was just like. But I, I picked one that I thought would be just kind of a cool one because I, you know, I've tried yeah. to progress the story in some of them. I've got two of them that are kind of the goofier ones. Um, oh, really? You got them, some comedic well, not ones? not goofy. I've got a, yeah, I've got one comedic one um, that I'm excited about. So. All right. So let's go film by film here. Uh, I have. Uh, two post-credit scenes for episode one. Do you have two for that or just one? I just one. Okay. All right, so I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'll share my mid-credit and my post-credit here for, for Phantom Menace. Mid-credit, I have... Uh, so let's set this up. In Attack of the Clones, they mention when Obi-Wan arrives on Kamino, Master... Uh, sifo Jedi Master sifo is the one that ordered the clone army. And in the Clone Wars, it kind of explores sifo doing that a bit, and then, like, Count Dooku ending up killing him. They used to be good friends and, and all that kind of stuff. And I was, like, remembering as a kid that that scene in, 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 the, in the Attack of the Clones, which is, you know predates clone wars by uh six years and predates that episode i think by 11 years <laughs> so as a kid i'm sitting there i'm like what a, a jedi master ordered the clone army like what is going on there is it real or is it fake i'm confused you know like this isn't anything that happened in, in phantom menace and the thing is they mentioned it was like he he did that like 10 years ago before mm -hmm. phantom menace like during phantom menace and i'm like what why didn't we see this so i decide my mid credit seemed to be master sifo ds ordering the clone army on camino and uh fun fact as well for anybody that doesn't know this uh originally it was supposed to be sido diaz is the Jedi Master, and it was supposed to just be meeting Darth Sidious. Uh, and it was supposed to be like Dark Darth Sidious ordered the clone army under the guise of a Jedi Master. George kind of retconned that later, changed the name to Sifo DS, and made it an actual Jedi that did it. I forget why he did it. Um, I think he had like a he could see the future, I believe, uh, through his force. So I think he knew that there was something going on and he wanted the Jedi to in the Republic to have an army, but then it kind of gets twisted because Dooku kills sifo and then the Palpatine's able to kind of influence the clones to have like the order 66 stuff. So it kind of backfired <laughs> majorly, but I was like, Hey, this will be a fun scene to see. And then in the world of why we're adding post-credit scenes is I watched uh, return of the Jedi in theaters for the 40th. And I was like, Ooh, nowadays one of these movies would have a post credit scene. And I was like, what would I put here? And imagine 1999, you watch Phantom Menace that ends with this happy scene on Naboo, but then you get this tease about like this guy having a premonition and needing an army for the grand Ar you know, the grand Republic. And I was like, that seems like that would get people hyped up and they'd have something to speculate for, 
for three years. So uh, mid-credit scene, sifo ordering the clone army. And my post-credit scene is Darth Maul survives. So we get the hint here of Darth Maul surviving. He'll show up in Solo. He shows up in Clone Wars and Rebels. So I thought, let's set it up in this. I like that. Um, I I went back and forth on whether I wanted him to, like, kind of, you know, like a hand coming up out of that little bat and like, hey, here I am. <laughs> but I was struggling with that one. So, I, I, you know, I was thinking about it. I'm like, what would make sense for this one? Um, and I was like, you know what would be cool? So uh, for the end credit scene for mine, um, I've got Doku that jumps on a, uh, or that makes a uh, an appearance and he's with Jenga and he talks to Jenga about, um, this is the next step in our phase of, of ruling the empire. And he's going to basically, um, he's going to talk to Jenga about creating this template for clone armies, um, talking about um, the different, uh, I guess the next steps in coming up um, and that there's a war coming and that he wants them to be prepared. And it's him talking to Jenga and they're having that conversation. Uh, and there is um, this you know, kind of just eerie. Um, what's the actual place that it's, it's the Caminos, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So he's talking to uh, Jenga and talking about, you know, and, and Jenga says, we've been preparing for this time um, for quite some time. And he shows the army to Doku. So you butchered two of those names. What? Which one? Doku. Oh, sorry. And Django. You know what's you know bad? You know, what's, you know what's bad is uh, I had put Doku because of the, the city player. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I know it's Doku because I looked it up because I was like, you know what? I think it's Doku. I don't think it's Doku because I always wanted to call Doku Doku. So, yeah, there you yeah. go. And Django Fett. Yeah, Django <laughs> um, Not Django. That's the, that's the that's game. That's the game, Yeah. <laughs> uh okay let's uh attack of the clones attack of the clones here so i have mid-credit scene so the movie again ends with like them getting married anakin and padme um so i have anakin being knighted as a jedi knight to fight in the clone wars here as a mid-credit scene the post-credit scene I have here is Ahsoka being assigned to Anakin as his apprentice. So, uh, knocking out some Clone Wars teases and uh, later setting up for Ahsoka. I know we said that we're not really holding everyone to animation setups and stuff, but there's a reason I thought I need to show Darth Maul because he shows up in Solo. <laughs> and I need it to set up uh, Ahsoka because if we go just with live-action stuff, Ahsoka, the show, is still going to exist. And I felt like that needs to be properly uh, kind of set up. I like that. that so this good. is the one you said you had a tough time with. Yeah, this one I did just because it's like leading into, the, you know, the Revenge of the Sith. I was like, what, could, what would make sense? Um, I didn't really want to focus on Anakin too much. Um, just because the second one ends weird because it's like they're having the wedding and it's like, you know, they could... Somebody I, I saw on Reddit because I was like looking up other people's and seeing what they came up with. And I was like, oh, that's weird or interesting. And I wanted to kind of see what the difference was, was. One of them, Jordan, was like they wanted to have Anakin talking to Palpatine about how he was in love. I was like, that would be really strange. <laughs> like, I just felt like that would be talking to this old guy. Who's the <laughs> chancellor. God, I'm so in love right now. Yeah. If only you like... knew palps, how much I love this gal. Yeah. 
I just picture them uh, at like a cantina and just having a, <laughs> a couple drinks and them talking. He's about like showing it. her, showing him wedding photos. He's like, "Look, this is us <laughs> with the droids. Look at the view here. I mean, this is a very right. beautiful wedding, right?" And Pal's well, just being it. like, "Yes, yeah, it looks quite wonderful, Anakin." Yeah. The other thing I thought about, I was like, how come um, C-3PO didn't, like, rat him out? Like, go to... <laughs> True, go to... yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a little out of Dude. character of 3PO Dude. to not go immediately to, like, Obi-Wan <laughs> and be like, sir, I must alarm you. The odds of Anakin <laughs> yeah. turning to the dark side now that he's married are... Pretty high. <laughs> one to 100 million. <laughs> yeah, so, all right. So my in uh, credit scene, just because I like General Grievous so much, um, I remember having the action figure of him, and he had, like, 12 different lightsabers. Um, but no, uh, I think it's, what, is he has six arms? Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Grievous is out. Um, I don't know who, which Jedi, but he kills a Jedi. We don't really see the Jedi's face. We just see him with the, but we don't see Grievous's head. We just kind of see the cape, like the long cape that he wears. And all of a sudden you just see two lightsabers swing out and they're like, okay, those are different hands. And then it pans up. And then as it pans up, the Jedi just drops and the lightsaber drops and he reaches down to grab it. And then he turns towards the camera, cape and all his face turns. And then he, and he, uh, I don't know if he wants to talk. I was like, I don't know what he would say. Like, I don't know who, who's, who did he talking to? Um, but I was like, it would pan up, turns to reveal his face and then it just flashes black. And then that's where we got the next step of the Jedi killer. And you're like, who the heck was that? Um, because back then, because I think things weren't like social media wasn't really, I don't think it was a thing. Right. Um, you, YouTube was like in its infinite, um, uh, like, or, uh, infancy. So I was like, you know, it'd be cool is if you didn't know who that was. And you were like, Whoa, like, who is this guy? Um, but right. I, I don't think his storyline had really been built out. So, no, not at that um, point. Yeah, I was going to say, because I think I had read that it was like a lot of Clone Wars, or maybe he was in Clone Wars. He wasn't. Yeah, he was in Clone yeah. Wars. Uh, and they always had to have Anakin not interact with him because yeah. they mention in Revenge of the Sith that they've never met. They've never met, yeah. All right, so here's the perfect line for you after he, he kills that Jedi. Are you, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be good you'd be like who is this guy like what is this and you know what's weird i always thought he looked like the battle droids um yeah like the battle droid looking so after the first one i was like what is this guy like some kind of amped up version of a battle droid <laughs> no you know what's You're funny is like they, they, again he's a guy that they don't even connection. really tell you everything yeah. about him he is yeah. uh an alien that ends up for whatever reason uh mostly uh i forget what happens something happens where he like almost gets blown up and then he only has like the, you know the heart the eyes like the the little bits of him and then the rest are all just cybernetic things he's and what he really is and i think this works well i wish they would have explored this a little bit more in the movies is he's a precursor to darth vader Right, he is another person that Palps and and Dooku, whoever else you want to throw in there, bring this guy back to life pretty much without much of him there, right? And have to use those cybernetic things to enhance him. He's got the cough, kind of like the Vader breathing. Like it, it is a very like 
good, I think, precursor to it, but I don't think they ever really explored it enough in the prequels to be like, yes, this is like, watch this, because at the end of this movie, you're going to see Anakin kind of become General Grievous-esque with not as many arms, you know. (laughs) God, Vader would have been great with six arms. (laughs) They could have done it. It would have looked why? really hokey in the seventies, though. That would have looked That's not great. True. That would not. Have but like, great. why? Why not think of that? Right? Like, why not have thought of that? Like, come on. Uh, Vader with six arms. General Grievous was like one of the hardest people to beat in those video games. Can yeah. we make a uh, Star Wars What If animated series that dis- that covers? Yes. Like, what if it- Darth Vader had six arms? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would want to tune into that episode. Next up on the on the Pod Awakens is Darth Vader with six arms. How would that have gone? <laughs> <laughs> How would that have gone? Well, he probably would have won every battle he was in. Um... <laughs> we should do a what if. We should do a what if series, Jordan. Could do like a uh, like Avengers what if. There you go. We'll do it. We'll we'll maybe have to do a what if or like come up with come up with plot lines of stories we would want to see in a what if. Ooh, that would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, maybe that's another one coming down the pipe later. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. So I have a mid-credit scene here of after the funeral for Padme, Bail Organa is going to meet with Ahsoka Tano and gives her a line of contact in case of emergency. Ahsoka then leaves with uh, Captain Rex. This is a scene actually lifted from Tales of the Jedi, the animated short series that came out like last year uh from one of the episodes there i believe i just lifted it out from there and said this is great because it's going to set up that bail still is pro rebellion he's going to show up in stuff like obi-wan he's going to show up in rogue one so i thought it'd be cool to kind of just set that up uh he, he does appear in rebels and stuff as well and ahsoka kind of becomes part of the rebellion with uh, becoming a character called Fulcrum in uh, Rebels, where she is, you know, uh, in contact with them and, and investigating stuff. So I thought this would be a good setup here and kind of, again, show where Ahsoka was during some of this stuff because we don't see her in Revenge of the Sith. So just kind of reminding people, she's still there. She's still doing stuff. She's no longer... You can throw a line in about how she left the Jedi Temple she's no longer a Jedi type of thing. And then, you know, you can have bail be like, look, we're, we're going to need you in this fight to take down the empire here. Here's a contact info for me and, and stuff like that. So I, I thought that'd be a great setup post credit scene. I have, we either see Obi-Wan in his cave from the show, Obi-Wan, or we just see him. Like you see the desert and you see that meat factory he works in. And you're like, why are mm-hmm. we seeing a meat factory right now? And then you just see Obi-Wan be like, cutting stuff with his knife or something cutting off that meat that he's working on and you're like whoa now he's just a regular dude that's kind of where i think i would go with uh with this and kind of set up him um being in tatooine in in hiding Mm. that's good um so i've got like a mid-credit one it would be real short um for this one so what i pictured is obi-wan sitting in that cave uh you know, he's got Anakin's lightsaber and his own, and he puts it into a box. 
Um, and in, you can hear like an inner dialogue going on. Um, but then you have Anakin kind of cutting in and out of different, you know, lines from what they've said. Nothing in particular, but just, you know, him kind of reminiscing. On yeah, the like that, remembering like, stuff. Things, yeah, here's where things could have gone wrong kind of thing where Obi-Wan's having that introspective, like this is what went wrong. And this is, you know, an instance where I think it kind of turns south um, and then puts the box away and, and shoves it into uh, like a hole or uh, whatever it might be. He puts the box away um, and then it ends. Uh, then it goes into the post credit scene and I've got Obi-Wan um, has an interaction with Owen and Owen is talking to Obi-Wan and he said that there are, there are nights recently where Luke, uh, wakes them up by, you know, yelling, crying, screaming. Um, and he's having those visions and he's having visions of, you know, Vader killing. He can't see Vader, but he sees somebody and it's like a red lightsaber and it kind of flashes to a red lightsaber killing people. And, you know, that you can hear kind of a voice, um, a Darth Vader voice, kind of like you have Palpatine's laugh. Um, you hear like the Darth Vader voice or the breathing, um, and Owen says, I don't know what it is, but Luke keeps telling me he wakes up and he goes, I feel anger, but it's not my own. And then it flashes away um, as they're having this conversation. It's dark. Yeah, I know. I was like, is that a comedic one or is it? No, yeah, that's the funny one. I thought Jordan, you were going to laugh. <laughs> so I, because I still think like every time I watch, because um, I actually recently watched uh, Revenge of the Sith, and mm -hmm. every time I watch it, I'm like, it's still one of my favorites. Like, it goes way back up the rankings when I start watching it again. Because it's one that, it's one, Jordan, that I can remember going to the movie theater in. Like, I remember that one in Phantom Menace. I don't remember Attack of the Clones at all. Like I, don't I remember, remember going to see Attack of the Clones. I never saw Phantom Menace in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw Attack of the Clones and uh, I got a toy on my way home after mm. for being good for, for being a Ooh. good kid. Nice. Yeah. Cause it's good. My, my cousins were there too and they were very young and my one cousin kept talking during the movie. So my mom felt bad and got me a toy on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a clone? Did you get a clone? No, no. Or, I think I yeah. got, <laughs> I think, I, got, I think I got to Tuscan Raider. <laughs> With the little dog Tuscan Raider. <laughs> I think that's what I got. I don't know. I, I think I got that one. If not, I got... Um, I had a few toys from Attack of the Clones. Because I got the Obi-Wan that's connected. The Obi-Wan that comes with the droid that he like jumps on when it's trying to assassinate Padme. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I have that toy. And he's got like a magnet that hooks on to the yeah. thing. And I also had like an Anakin where his uh, arm gets chopped off. It's another magnetic thing. And it just attaches. We arm. had that one. Yeah, we had that one. <laughs> yep. But I, I think that, that day I got the Tuscan Raider. I'm like, that's a weird choice. Just be like, man, that was a yeah. that was a movie experience. Give me the Tuscan Raider. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I remember having the battle droids. Like we were obsessed with battle droids, my brother and I. Uh, well, we thought they were cool. And so we saw racers. when we saw Revenge of the Sith. Uh, quick side tangent. I went with my dad and my mom. Um, shocking, right? I didn't have many friends. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and we go to... Uh, we went to... So back then, I, I mentioned this before on here, but the book came out... The novelization came out like a month or two before the movie. Mm. So I remember reading in class, I was reading the, the book. 
of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Book was pretty damn good too, by the way. I got I gotta say, if anybody wants to read a good novelization, Revenge of the Sith, and in that book, uh, it went through like everything. It was like the you know because like he works with the script and stuff, and they write the whole thing. The scene where they go take down Palpatine in that book is so much better than the movie because they don't all die in five seconds. Um, and then you have like Kit Fisto, my favorite Jedi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sadly, while he didn't die as quick in the book, uh, when when Anakin comes in to find Mace Windu winning against Palpatine, he sees Kit Fisto's head severed on Palpatine's desk. (laughs) And it stuck with me, man. And that scene comes up in the movie, and I'm so excited. And then it's like done in five seconds. And I was like, what? (laughs) Uh, First disappointment as a child. Um, Yeah. But I still like the movie, uh, obviously. But uh, my dad saw this with me before he was into Star Wars. He didn't really start watching until Force Awaken. Um, fell asleep. Uh, fell asleep in this movie. During Revenge of the Sith? Yes. I look oh. over during this Obi-Wan Anakin fight, and he is nodding off. <laughs> One of the best fight scenes in all of Star Wars. He wasn't big into sci-fi back then, or any sort mm. of Star Wars stuff. Uh, so... <laughs> That's funny. I was like, "How can you fall?" I, attack of the clones. I, I, I could have. I, yeah, I could see. What the music is blaring. Mm-hmm. The yeah, battle of the Julian heroes. Fate. You're yeah. like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Sure. Yeah, he's yeah. sleeping. Anakin yelling at Padme in a weird tone. Yeah, abusive relationship. Uh, it really was that gaslights. One. Yeah, I mean, just unbelievable. <laughs> All right, a new hope. I'm very curious on where this goes because I had a I had a tough time. I had a tough time with the New Hope. Uh, this was one of the Same. last ones I completed, but this is what I got. So in a comic, <laughs> I have to kind of go deep end here. In a comic, Luke goes back to Tatooine in between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and he visits Obi Wan's hut, and he finds uh, journals written by Obi Wan Kenobi, and this helps him kind of continue his training. So I was like, let's do that. Let's set up this scene. Now, in the comics, Boba Fett and uh, Chrysanthemum, right? Black Chrysanthemum, who's in Book of Boba Fett, come in and start kind of like fighting. Actually, it may have just been Boba Fett at that point, uh, fighting Luke. And it's actually their first interaction. And uh, I'm not doing that in a mid credit scene. So the mid credit scene is just him finding the journals and being able to... Maybe he hears Obi-Wan's voice too, like, hey use these to continue learning your way through the force, you know, something like that. Um, so that way people are not like, great. He went and got books. Like, what the hell does that mean? Like, you got to set it up so people know what it is. And I think Obi-Wan saying it instead of Luke being like, Oh gosh, these are journals. I can keep using them to learn the ways of the force. I think it'll work better if it's, <laughs> if it's Obi-Wan's voice post credit scene. I have, we see Vader alive. Cause it is kind of left up for, like he he spirals away in his tie fighter after the death star gets blown up but i want to kind of reiterate to everyone darth vader is alive and we see him meeting with boba fett here uh to kind of tease their working relationship in empire strikes back and it also shows boba fett for the first time on screen so that's where i'm going with uh, a new hope you stole mine the kind of that same interaction yeah so i have like one where you could be um where it shows vader obviously surviving in the TIE fighter and, and kind of spinning out of control and realizing that he's got to have 
talking to a mysterious, mysterious, like hooded figure, um, um, and the next steps that they're going to take as the empire. Um, but also like having like my big one was the end credit scene. Post credit scene was definitely going to be saying, you know, Vader talking to Boba after he lands a tie fighter and saying, I've got a job for you. And then it just goes away. Um, because again, like you said, the first time that it shows Boba Fett and they're like, wait, who is this guy? Um, yeah. but having it more of, you know, and it would be kind of cool if they could go back in, like you could go back in and insert the Boba Fett theme song. Um, kind of that. You can, this is, this is your yeah. imagination. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it then. Um, we're going to insert that Boba Fett. Um, dun, 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 dun. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that hi. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I love that. I love his theme song way more than the Mando. Um, really? I like so. Mando better. But really? Boba Fett has a good theme song. I do like Boba Fett. Yeah. Da, da, <laughs> da, da, yeah. Da, da. yeah. It's good. So, and then uh, there was another one that I'd read that was pretty cool, and I just wrote it down because, but they said um, something about Luke um, getting to where like he starts to have like these dark tendencies kind of thing. Hmm. But he's like, this isn't me like kind of thing, kind of going back to what that last one was that vision where I had um, in the third, but also Luke, you know, going, I feel troubled, like having a conversation with Leia, like something isn't right. Like I feel darkness, like it's just not going away, but it feels more in like interconnected and even Leia going, I feel it too. Like it's, it's a similar feeling um, kind of thing. So uh, and then I forgot to mention that. And that can that, tease like, the, the the sibling relationship. Yes. I mean, we know they are siblings, but, yes. you know, yeah. for them. Yeah. Yes. Um, but kind of has like this, you know, it's like an impending doom, but they don't know why. Um, and then uh, I forgot to mention that, like in Revenge of the Sith, obviously, it could probably need to be mentioned. But since Leia has her story, I, I kind of gave Luke his um, kind of that's where that post credit scene goes. Because we get, you know, we get Obi-Wan. we get her in, in Obi-Wan right. now. Yeah. So we get Leia um, and what, what kind of goes on between. And I, but I was like, there's no way. I mean, obviously Luke knows Obi-Wan because he mentions like, oh, the big kook, like the, the old guy. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy. Um, so that's why I kind of had that. But then also this kind of leads into the, the fourth where it's, you know, Luke has these feelings, like these tendencies to know what's going on. And there's so much play in between Kylo and Ray and having those visions that I'm like, they didn't really think of that, I think, because they didn't really have the tech to do it. Um, I don't think for Luke. Um, so I think that'd be pretty cool to kind of intertwine that stuff. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something adding on to that, but now I totally forget what I said. Oh. I was going to say. <laughs> um, okay. Episode five, Empire Strikes Back. I have omitted a post and I have omitted with uh, Boba Fett returning to Jabba with, with Han and maybe a job would be like, ho, 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 as he hangs, uh, as they hang up Hans uh, Carbonite onto the wall, I think would be, uh, would be fun. You have, oh, you know what you do? You get Jabba, like, doing his chuckle, and then you get the the little, uh, was it, the Kwakian monkey doing his, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, little, little laugh. Yep. Uh, yes, I, that's, what, that's what I would go with uh, for mid-credit, for post-credit scene. I have a little background on this too. We see Luke's hand just floating in space, clutching his lightsaber after Darth Vader chopped it off. And uh, this was actually going to be the opening scene to Force Awakens. This got removed. This was in the script. We were just going to see this hand floating with the, really? with the lightsaber. Yeah. And 
then uh, that'll at least tease that it's out there. At some point, Maz is going to find the lightsaber, and that's going to be in Force Awakens when she gives it to Rey. So I felt like, let's tease that now, because I think it makes more sense in this one than Episode Six. You know, post credit scene because you'd be like, "Wait, when did he lose an arm again?" Oh, like three years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I felt like I had to hit the hit that in this one, uh, and uh, so this will hint it's still out there as we wait for it to show back up again somehow. Uh, yeah. No, I, I feel like this one was probably obvious for a lot of people. I feel like everybody would have this in credit scene. So I've got um, what is what's the monkey called? What did you call it? Oh, I think it's like a Kowakian. Uh Let me let me double check on. <clears throat> so I have that little thing, um, stumbling into the hut, uh, and Jabba's sitting on his throne, and then Boba rolls in, uh, Han, and Jabba makes a comment um, that you're not looking so good, Han, kind of thing, um, and then the monkey stumbling in and having. Uh, <laughs> this is my fun one. Um, having uh, Princess Leia's uh, outfit up on uh, something like carrying it and holding it, and Jabba saying, "We're gonna need somebody to be in this, and I'm not gonna look so good in it." <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Yes, Kowaki and Monkey li- uh, Monkey Lizard are what they are. But uh, the one that is actually in Jabba's uh, palace is Salacious B. Crumb um okay yeah but yeah that that's that's funny that we both include <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then so then jabba so then my other thing was like having jabba say something to boba fett and boba saying watch it pal or else somebody else will be sitting on this throne kind of thing kind of make an allusion to but he's not like fully be... loyal yes 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 a little like bit that. of a i'll be sitting on the throne if you're not careful um because jabba wants uh somebody to and maybe alluding to luke and leia but also he wanted him to wear the bikini he wants boba (laughs) fett to wear the bikini (laughs) he goes watch it man no i'll be sitting (laughs) on your throne (laughs) right (laughs) it takes a turn (laughs) no but making threats towards um boba fett that you know while he does have han he wants more from from boba and boba kind of has like the no i i operate on my own Right. Um, okay. And Jabba's saying, "No, you're mine." And he goes, "Watch it, guy, or I'll be, uh, I'll be sitting on the throne in Jabba's palace." Good. Yeah, I like that. I like setting up more, uh, more book of Boba Fett. Yeah, a little bit Boba. All right, Return of the Jedi. Uh, so I had the post-credit scene for the longest time, and I just added this mid-credit scene, uh, maybe a couple days ago when we were really locking down <laughs> that we're doing this today. I was like, okay, I got to start locking some of these in. So mid credit scene, I have Luke starting to train Leia in the Force. Kind of like the scene that we see in Rise of Skywalker, you know, where she's actually training and they de-aged and, like, added CG carry face on her daughter and then having, like, young Luke uh, training her. So I want a scene like that where we see Leia really getting her lightsaber maybe and Luke being like, now I will teach you in the ways of the Force. And then post credit scene Boba Fett climbing out of the Sarlacc pit and I'm just taking the Mm. scene from Book of Boba Fett I'm inserting it into this and I think that uh, it's funny we're adding so much Boba Fett in this but um, 
I think I've added like two scenes. You've added two or three scenes with Boba Fett. Oh, We're yeah. just like loading them up. We love Boba. Um, well, I think it helps more like when you have like more of a through line with the character because right now he's kind of jumbled uh, a bit. Because uh, in this in this show, we'll see him from a you know the way we have it, we'll see him in Attack of the Clones. We'll see him mm-hmm. in A New Hope. We'll see him in uh, um, Empire and Return of the Jedi, and then teasing that he's not dead. So that way, when you get to the show. Uh, you're not you're not really surprised um so that's what i have for return of the jedi all right so um return of the jedi i feel like that had to be set up and i feel like people like well no that was the cool part about having that trailer for rise of skywalker and that kind of was that build up but i feel like thanos had the big lead up right so i feel like return of the jedi like i feel like has to end setting up force awakens where it's you know it it's setting up Palpatine's return and not ultimate demise. So I have it on Exegol, um, and all of a sudden in the the sand, the the, the dirt of Exegol. I don't know what it is. Is it dirt? Uh, sand? I have no idea what Exegol's actual. Yeah, it kind of looked like a like a dark classified. Uh, I don't I don't really know how yeah. to describe what Exegol is. Yeah, almost like what like when that water like you know that the I don't know where it is in the country or in the world, but it's that like glassy water looking thing that looks like sand but it's water kind of thing or it's sand it looks like i don't know what it is but anyway um we we flash to exegol and there are uh some imperial forces there now imperial um empire um that are uh standing and and talking and they're like where are we they've looked beat to hell like it's the the remnants of the empire uh, and then all of a sudden we get palpatine come in and we just see this hooded figure walking very very difficult and challenged to kind of get to a certain point dying basically and um they're talking and say the emperor is dead what do we do and then we just hear palpatine's laugh as he's kind of crawling slash stumbling slash dead <laughs> um, kind of like anakin when he was burnt to hell yeah um but but palpatine being very like just crispy from his uh from his wonderful darth vader and uh interaction so uh, Palpatine on near death, but also saying the Emperor is dead. I thought it'd be really funny for like all of a sudden Jar Jar Binks to show up in this one and go, oh, I only thought, you know, the Sith don't deal in absolutes, I guess. He's not dead. <laughs> kind of like, but no, I think it'd be cool to have Exegol because I want Exegol so much to be um, in just more of the story because I love that planet so much. It's so dark and scary. Um but I, I have getting... I have a scene in Exegol too, but it's not coming at, at this movie yet. Yeah, see, mine. I was going back and forth, but I was like, I don't know. And, and then part of me was like, okay, kind of going into a new phase of it, like going into the next um, with Force Awakens. I thought about maybe more of a lighthearted one, where like you know Luke's partying with um, the Ewoks or something like that. A pork <laughs> flies in for fun. He goes, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> so, uh. But... Yeah, so there was a. I was thinking of setting up the emperor in this one too, um, hmm. but I decided not to. And the reason I decided not to is because I didn't want to undervalue the victory in this one. Uh, okay. For Return yeah. of the Jedi, so I was kind of like, let's let's leave this be. We'll have hints about Boba and whatever else I said. Oh, Luke training Leia. Yeah. And then we will hopefully leave it leave it aside a, a bit you know uh so for force awakens i already said i don't really have anything and i'm kind of 
been sitting here thinking the whole time, like, what could I, what could I put here? Cause like I said, all these characters pick right back up in the last Jedi. So I'm, I'm having a tough time with, with what I would do, what I would start with. And the only thing I can really think of is maybe more background shenanigans hinting at, at Palpatine again, just to make it mm. more consistent that, you know, that there is something more here, but I, I don't even know where I would really uh, start with that. Unless if I was, were to, you know, let's do this. Let's start with, if I'm going to add something real quick, just a post credit scene, not much, no talking, nothing like that. Just showing Endor with the chunk from the uh, Death Star in it. That's going to come back around in Rise of Skywalker. So that's what I'm adding as my Force Awakens one. That you're like, just seeing like the, you know what we do? Maybe we do this. I'm really thinking now. We start out in the water where like the throne room of the Death Star is under the water, right? And then as we start mm-hmm. scrolling up, 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 then we get to the the water, you know, the top of the water and seeing just the Death Star just chilling in this water and just hinting that something there is going to happen coming up soon. But just to keep reiterating people like you know, there's, there's something coming here. That's all I can think of. Cause I can't do any character work because they immediately pick up in, in, in the last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, so what was yours for force awakens? Cause I know uh, this one, I guess wasn't as hard as it was for me. Yeah. So I, I thought it would be great because like, I feel like we don't really get it, but I feel like, having Chewie have a moment where he's, I don't know where Chewie would be hanging out, but Chewie on a ship um, with Ray or whatever it might be. Um, and Ray comes up to Chewie and said, everything's going to be fine. And Chewie's like, no, it's, it's not um, because Han's dead. Um, <laughs> like this is not fine. Um, and having this moment where Chewie just kind of has this, you know, even him having these kind of flashbacks of Han and the moments of uh, kind of like a weird montage of, of, of scenes of just, you know, Chewie and Han being together or having having almost like it's not even like a force ghost, but having like Han be there and saying, you know, everything's going to be fine, Chewie, like everything, you know, things happen. Right. Because I feel like Han, Han would be cool with death. Right. I think Han would be like, you know what? Like, this has happened. So having maybe, uh, I thought, Jordan, honestly, Chewie sitting at the little check, the chest, like the Star Wars chest. Yeah, the thing Jared board, yeah. Yeah. Having him sit there and, you know, having these, this, you know, ghost of like Han saying, you know, things happen for a reason and everything's going to be fine, kid. Like, everything's going to be good. You're, you're in good hands, but having that Chewy, because we don't, I don't know, like, I don't, like, you get Chewy where he's yeah. sad and stuff, but you never get Chewy where, like, he's, I mean, that was his guy, but I feel like that would be a really cool end credit scene, just because, like, like you said, like, if I built up Palpatine already, I, like, I feel like this would be, like, one of those ones that's a nice break, you know, how yeah. Marvel would sometimes do, where it'd be like, oh, we didn't really get a, a setup, yeah, we got yeah. a character thing yeah. or something. So we don't know if Palpatine's dead now, like, we don't, you know, I, I left him alive, did he die, you know, what's what's happening in the last one so this one i thought it'd be a nice break but this one this one i came up with just because i was like we never really did get chewy and i love chew about chewbacca so i thought it'd be a nice chewbacca has the darkest story in the sequels without a doubt by the way he does he loses han 
Yep. He loses Leia. Yep. And he also, the kid he helped raise is <laughs> Kylo Ren. I mean, right. it's a pretty dark story for right. Chewbacca. Uh, he's got no family left at this point. Right. Um, yeah. Except for his found family, you know, with, with Ray and stuff. But, right. Uh, Ray, by the way, the granddaughter of the guy who effed the whole universe. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Chewbacca's kind of like having a tough time. He's having a tough time. A little bit. Uh, okay. Last Jedi. I only have a post-credit scene for this too, because again, there's just, there's only a year between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker when you look at the timeline. So they didn't get up to much during that year. Uh, they went to Batuu. We had Rise of Resistance. I was thinking about maybe adding in a reference to the ride or Batuu or something. Oh yeah. I was like, just, uh, have some fun with it. Yep. But my post-credit scene for The Last Jedi is, this is my scene on Exegol. And seeing a bit of Palpatine here. Now that Snoke is dead, which was kind of his puppet for a bit there, he created Snoke. You see like other Snokes in the tubes and other Palpatine clones in the tubes and stuff in the, of Exegol. So for me, my Exegol scene is kind of like Palpatine kind of fully realizing himself again, you know, and fully coming back online i don't i don't know if i'm gonna say online he's not a robot but you know coming coming back uh somehow right somehow he returned and uh that's what we're gonna get in this scene just a little bit of exegol setup getting the lightning strikes and like zooming in on this place and just seeing him sitting in his chair maybe somebody attending to him uh here so that's my only scene for the for the last jedi yeah, mine's similar. It's him kind of sitting on the throne. He's got the clones of like what look like Snokes all around him. He's got the lightning. And then as he's sitting in the throne, he's looking out like a window or a, kind of an opening. And he sees his fleet. Yeah, we have an opening in the sky, right? Like, I think yeah. they look up at the sky a few yep. times in that battle. Yep. And he's like, prepare the fleet um, in his crazy little voice. Um, and then he starts laughing. And then I feel like that's it. Like, I feel like that's a great uh, yeah. end credit scene. And his laugh is just... I yeah. mean, it might be one of the most harrowing uh, laughs in pretty much all cinema. <laughs> Every time I, when I heard it as a that kid, that and Joker, out. like Mark Hamill's yes. Joker laugh from the yep. cartoon, is is really great. Yeah, yeah. And then Bane's voice. Um, I don't That's know more I for a joke, that. though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tom Hardy, he'd have been a great Palpatine. Tom Hardy, no. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> just I'm just imagining like somebody other than Disney got Star Wars, and they're like, "We're yeah. rebooting. Like, we're not yeah. just continuing. We're totally rebooting." Tom Hardy is your Senator Palpatine. Yep, <laughs> just completely wreck it. We got a new Luke. We got a new Luke. It's like, uh, yeah. yeah, somebody else. I feel like it would be. I feel it's like it's Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. <laughs> we're we're going full reboot here, guys. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Uh, so for episode nine here, I have a mid credit scene and I think I'm just going with a mid credit scene, no post credit scene mid credit scene here. I have Finn finally confirming that he's force sensitive, which he was hinting at Ray the whole time of needing to tell her something. Mm -hmm. And then maybe setting up that Ray film, uh, that we know we're getting somehow. I can't really set it up without having a script, but, uh, you know, just knowing that she's going to reinstitute the, the Jedi and that like maybe Finn is her first student. I, I think that's where I'm going with this uh, post-credit scene. 
So I've got Poe establishing himself in a mid-credit kind of scene, establishing himself as the new resistant leader and really taking that, like kind of having him stand in that same position that Leia would be um, where he's in behind those screens and he's, you know, he's directing. But I mean, I'm talking like pick one of Leia's scenes, whichever one you want to do. And I mean, identical, make it where Poe's in the same situation, same steps. Oh, okay. I think that'd be cool. Um, and then having this one is where I was difficult. And I was like, I guess I just kind of go with the obvious. It's Finn being um, force sensitive. But I think Ray being there, you know, having the conversation. Um, and he's kind of like, is is this what you've been, you know, is this kind of feeling that you've had? And he, she goes, yeah, this is this is similar to, to the same feelings that I've had before. Um, and Finn says, you know, something like, you know, oh, this is great. I love this. This is uh, something like that. This is, this has been fun. BB-8 yeah. gives him the thumbs yeah. up with the lighter. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. R2-D2 comes rolling by because, you know, they didn't have enough of the R2. Maybe I know. That's what I was thinking of, like, original droids. some of these post credit scenes. I was like, I want to try to fit R2 and 3P on there, but I couldn't do it without just shoehorning them in. Because uh, they Did don't... I- they don't lend themselves to the movies that much. Did I imagine this? Did we ever get a force ghost of with Ray? Did we ever have her see anybody? She saw Luke and Leia at the end of Rise of Skywalker. I, I thought so. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember. I, it's been seriously. I've watched it twice since it's been mm-hmm. out. Um, I haven't revisited so I, a lot. Like I'll start watching it and then like I'll put it on like when I'm going to bed or whatever. Sometimes. Yeah. I do. I I really did like the last and yeah. the last Jedi. The last time I watched it was it was a lot better than I remembered it. So yeah, still not there my favorite go. one. But, uh, I think the second uh, Attack of the Clones my my least favorite Star Wars movie. Now. Yes, that is mine. Uh... <laughs> it changes all the time though. Whenever I watch it, it's so tough get... for me because like uh, I know I had somebody I was chatting with a friend at work about our favorites and stuff. We're like listing them in order. I was like, I can't really list them in order. Like, I don't know. Empire is usually my favorite, but rewatchability. I watch force awakens a lot. Uh, I've watched phantom menace a lot. Uh, Cause that's my favorite prequel. So I'm like, you know, uh, it, it changes, it, it changes for me. And then I feel bad. Like when I put one like super low next to attack of the clones, cause I'm like, no, I really do like you though. Right. But, somebody has to be next to attack of the clones and uh that's how it is and then if you start trying to add in live action shows or any show i find it very difficult to to really rank rank these um because i like i genuinely like them all like even attack of the clones being my least favorite i still like it enough right like i i still watch it occasionally i still enjoy certain things in that movie it's just like i never have watched anything star wars and been like that's garbage like i i genuinely will enjoy that i even watched the ewok films Uh, i I did a show with ken bishop uh over on rambling star wars fan um where we talked to ewok films as, as well so uh you know it's fun. Star Wars is a fun escapism place that I like to visit and I, I genuinely enjoy it all, but uh, it, you know, it's hard to rank them for me. Yeah. And I, I think too, like you and I've talked about this. Um, I think that's where people dislike. I, 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 it's just been a common theme in my life recently where like people just want to, you know, they want to complain about everything and like, find negatives in so much. And I think it's the same way they think about Marvel, especially social media. 
yes, Disney World, like Universal, like everything. It's been a common theme. It's been a common theme with Disney and how they've taken the, if you entertain me and it's good and I enjoy myself and I'm having a good time and I'm smiling, I'm laughing, it's got callbacks. I don't care. Call back all you want. I think it's great. Um, if it, if it's entertaining to me, it's entertainment. I love it. And I was listening to one of your podcasts. I forget which co-host it's like one of your 12 co-hosts that you have. Um, but it was a really good point. I think it was when there, you guys were doing Ahsoka. It was, uh, not yeah, it was Chris. Yeah, it was Chris. Yes. That, yeah. When he said, you know what? I just want my movies and my TV shows and my entertainment to entertain me. And if it does that, then I think it's good in my books. And I love that. Like that's something that I've always believed. I've just guess I've never been able to vocalize that that way, but, um, it, it is, it's like all these movies and all these TV shows, they've entertained me. I love them. Um, they've got good pieces. Obviously they've got pieces that I've, I've changed, but, uh, again, there, there's so much to like about star Wars and in, in the direction I think that it's going. And I think we're going to get a lot of new, interesting stories that, that we've not yet heard. Um, you know, I think the good thing is they're kind of, they kind of slowed down obviously because the writer strikes, but I think they're also slowing down a little bit because I think that's kind of the idea. Disney was, you know, they're wanting to kind of slow down the. Constant. Well, I have an issue with Iger. I do. And here's my yeah. issue with Iger is that he immediately slowed down after Solo just because it was a six-month gap from The Last Jedi, not yeah. enough time. And they're like, we got to reevaluate. We got to make these feel like events. And then he comes back and he's like, uh, we're going to have three Star Wars movies in a year and a half. I'm like, that's the same thing you already right. did. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Um, so that's frustrating. That is frustrating because we're supposed to get two in 2026 and one in 2027 and those are the three we know about yeah that's not going to happen now i think they will push it back due to all these strikes and stuff but it's frustrating in the sense of do yearly do every other year we have the tv shows like we Mm -hmm. have enough content to to last us and honestly the the one thing i wish they would do is just 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 break it sever it like go for the different story with the movies yes that's what I was like, saying like break out. four years ago. I, I, when yeah. we talked about we one of our first episodes of the show, Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. I think we had a topic after that or in that episode. We did. Saying, what do you want to see next? I said, I want brand new time period, yep. brand nice new characters, yep. because we can't keep hearkening back to Stormtroopers, TIE Fighters. Mm-hmm. We can't. X-Wing. We're in, we, the we same, yeah, we're in the same timeline right now. Yeah. Like we're still with Ahsoka. Um with yeah. Mando with Boba. Like we're we're in that same time frame. Are you getting um, Imperial Remnants yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Like I, Knights of the Old Republic yeah. signed me up. Yeah. Like, I was really excited about that. The the, the, the um, story that they want to do about the dawn of the Jedi, twenty five thousand years in the past. Yeah. I'm like, I hope that's actually made because I want to see something totally different. Yeah. You know who's been really successful at it? And I think that you can you can kind of take a bits and pieces of it. I think the Hunger Games and Harry Potter have been good at that, where they've been able to break away from original timelines and video games and stuff like that and tell stories that are different. Like yeah. Hogwarts Legacy, totally different story. I totally feel like they're in Hogwarts. Like you could have this similar kind of stuff. You have the same planets. Like you could have Tatooine before, you know, I don't know what Tatooine would have been before times. It, probably it more used sand, to have a sea. Yeah. It used yeah. to be water. Oh, at that's some right. Point. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's right. Cause it was, but yeah, like things like that. I mean, yeah. just having and getting into different planets. That's the advantage they have where it's kind of like what Marvel and, had. And when we, get awesome planets, when we get the different planets, when we get the different planets, let's have them be more than just deserts. We got yeah. three desert planets that are not mm-hmm. Tatooine in yeah. the sequels. Right. We got Jakku. We got Pasana. And I feel like I'm missing another one. 
that we got. So definitely two desert planets in the sequels that were not Tatooine. Then you also have Tatooine. Yeah, I think we've had some desert planets in like uh, Mando and stuff. So we have yeah. we get a lot of that, and I'm like, let's. It's because there's filming like, locations that look like that in yeah. the you know like in the world. But like why that's not what, go into that's what I love about more jungle? Like, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. When they did Kajimi oh, yeah. with the snow. Oh, I love Kajimi. That's gonna be in that's gonna planet. be in the bounty the outlaw game coming out. That'd be they, fun. they go to Kajimi. A Star Wars Christmas Carol. Yeah. <laughs> Get the ghost the Jedi Force ghosts haunting yeah. Anakin yeah. as he's on Kajimi or hunting right. Kylo while he's on Kajimi right. or something. Why can't we do like a like there's unknown territory, like an unknown territories kind of thing, you know, like kind of the outlaws. Kind of like what you have. Like you have that with Boba Fett and them, but they're Wild West kind of thing. Like why not do like the dark side of like the real like Exegol, like getting into shadowy like getting into very scary kind of not like horrifying, but like, you know, a darker side, like that's so yeah. easy to do CGI, like darker planets are so much easier to do because you don't have the lights that are exposing it. So it's yes, like, true. you know, true. I think you could do a lot of that. I love, I personally, my favorite star Wars ones besides Kajimi are always the, the more green and jungle based ones. Like I love those. Um, and you're much better at naming the planets, but like the ones where the Ewoks are, I love. Endor, yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, Endor's great. And that's easy, um, too. Love... They just go to California Redwoods. Yes. <laughs> that's all they're filming <laughs> in. Great. Um, is, and Rise of Skywalker, is that where they are? Is, are they on Indoor when they're in when they're in that like Rebel Bay? Well, I guess it's not the Rebel Base. It's the Resistance Base. No, um, no, they they're on. Um, in Rise of Skywalker, yeah. I forget where they are. Uh, like, I love that planet. They... They they do show Endor in Rise of Skywalker. You see Wicket with his kid while they're like celebrating something. I think, mm-hmm. but the 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 Death Star being in the water is like another moon of Endor. So yeah. I think it's like the moon next to it or something. So it's like uh, it's in that same sort of vicinity. So I like that kind of stuff. But yeah, give me the prequels. We got so many cool planets uh, mm-hmm. that maybe don't hold up due to the technology at the time, but with the volume can now can really hold up a little bit better. And we've gotten some great stuff, man, book of Boba Fett. When we ca- catch up with Mando and he's on that yeah. outer rim world where like, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, like a thin strip of like, Oh, that yep. is so dope. Yep. Give me more stuff like that. And uh, less, like... less, uh, less of deserts. Yeah. Um, wherever that like kind of, well, I don't know her name. Um, the girl Sabine. that rides the bike. Oh yeah, yeah Lothal. Like, that's from Rebels. Yeah, yeah it's it looks that's great in live a, action. It's so like capital looking, like yeah. it's so like Hunger Games ish looking. It's very pristine, dysto like a kind of a utopia dystopia kind of thing. Um, so I think they could do a lot like with that. Like you could take similar themes and stories, like a mm-hmm. you know kind of like that where there is a you know an elite and then a poor. Um, just don't take me back to where the, the, uh, the what's the gambling city uh, or the planet? Oh, the ga- uh, Canto uh, Bite? Force- you don't want to oh, go God. back to Canto Bite? No, I hate Canto Bite. <laughs> I hate Canto Bite so Well, much. I got the book for you then. There's a book called Canto no, no. Bite. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> Canto Bites. <laughs> Is that a shirt that you're going to have made now? Canto Bites. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so that, that'll about wrap us up here do you have fun do you have fun making your uh it was a lot of fun yeah scenes? 
Mostly because, like, I know it's probably cool to just tell us, like, post credit, but I can visualize my post credits. Like, I, you know, I my the most fun I had was the General Grievous one, and that was the yeah. most offshoot one I think I had. But um, I don't know. I think things like that. But then I love post credit scenes. Like, you could uh, put them at every movie if you're gonna have a sequel. Put them in every movie. Uh, you, you need them. Really I, I'm fine with like my problem with the current Marvel post credit scenes is that current Marvel sucks. No, uh, that, <laughs> what they've done is so in the past, they used to set up like the next film that was coming out because you'd have yeah. like a year in between them or seven months, you know, in between them. what they've currently started doing is more of like post credit scenes with the characters of the movie that you just watched. And the thing is, true. we don't know when we're going to see them again. So that's true. We get like. I keep saying Shang-Chi, huge hit. Shang-Chi, yes. his scene has, you know, uh, focusing on him and his sister taking over, you know, mm-hmm. or not, not his sister, uh, right? Or yeah, his sister taking his over sister. the yeah. the 10 rings or whatever. Yep. Two years on, we have no clue when we're getting Shang-Chi 2. We have no clue when we're seeing the continuation of that. That's my biggest problem with it. Like, if you go back to right. like Thor, the Dark World, not a great movie, but they take the ether, they take it to uh, the collector and it sets up guardians, which is in yeah. eight months or whatever. So uh, th- I wish they would kind of do more of those again, instead of just like setting up characters that like continuing the character setup. And we just don't know when we're getting a sequel because they give us like a list of movies that are coming out and you're like, I don't see Shang-Chi two on here at all. <laughs> and yeah. they say they're working on it, but I'm like, so is it going to be after secret wars? Cause if so, we're not going to see that for another like seven years. Like yeah. it's, it's that type of thing where uh, it can be more effective, I would say. And uh, like the Spider-Man ones did it right when he gets his uh, identity exposed and you're like, okay, in two years, I know I'm getting Spider-Man and mm-hmm. Uh, that's because Sony makes them do it in two years. Usually. Right. <laughs> so then you're like, okay, I know the next story is a Spider-Man movie and he's going to have his identity out. Stuff like that. Yeah. And I think, like, I think Star Wars can do the same going yeah. forward. Like I, there's so much, there is so much excitement in and around those kind of post-credit scenes. I don't know why people shy away from them. And I think because they're like, well, we don't really know where the story is going to go, but you really don't, you, all you have to do is really nod to, something that's going to happen in the next one. Um, even if it's a character, like introducing the new character. Like I love when um, I think it's, um, it's not, uh, is it Kit Harrington's character? That's Yes. In Eternals. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because it's like, you know, but again, like you said, Jordan, it does, you no good. And we have I know no clue when he's like, showing up again. No clue. <laughs> like the Eternals, like you have no idea them. You don't know. Um, I think Ant-Man, like that's the other thing too, is the people that are leaving the Marvel universe, they don't set them up very well either. They're kind of like, oh, you're going to figure out they're no longer around um, kind of thing. So uh, I think that's what Endgame and them did well is that because they could do that. But now these new ones, like I've not seen Guardians yet. I know I'm bad, Um, but uh, Guardian sets it up well. You'll enjoy, you'll enjoy what Guardians does. Yes. Okay. So, but again, I think Star Wars. The darker side too. There you go. Star Wars needs to lean into it. I'm all for it. But let's get away from it. Let's get into like a very Games of Throne kind of thing. Like let's get a let's get a Star Wars show that's very similar to that, you know, mm. kind of a battle of the political manipulation. Kind of yeah, type I like stuff. That. Yeah. Some betrayal. Some yeah. dark. 
Incest. No. no Knights of the Old Republic, <laughs> Game of Thrones style. For Logan. I'm telling you, that's where I thought that was going to go. That's why I was excited yeah. about it. I thought it was yeah. going to be very political driven. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like politically driven. But Game of Thrones, man, you got political with violence. That's what you need. Yeah. So. Well, this was fun. Uh, I uh, I have something to plug, I guess. So, uh, Chris, Ron, and I are going to be doing a live watch along on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, I guess, um, of Phantom Menace. So we'll be watching Phantom Menace. We can't obviously show it on our screen, but like mm-hmm. we'll tell you when to start. We'll have a timer on where we're at in the movie. If you guys want to jump in, if you want to watch Phantom Menace along with us, that'll also be put on the podcast feed later as this a Thursday, November 2nd. That way you could watch it whenever you want uh, in sync with it. Um, I don't know if we'll have a lot of great stuff to add, I guess. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We're not like a director doing a commentary, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we're doing that on the third. Uh, I don't know if we have a time yet, but keep an eye out. We're going to have like that, blasted on our socials uh like i said i was on the rambling star wars fan we talked the ewok films recently uh so you can go find that episode uh with ken bishop over on rambling star wars fan just search that in your podcatcher. uh yes that's it oh i'm talking spider-man 2 the video game over on our uh marvel podcast to the infinity saga and beyond where uh, we're going to talk about uh, the game totally. So if you haven't finished it, if you haven't finished some of the side missions, you might not want to listen to it. But uh, once you're done, that episode will be there for you to go back to. I'm also still covering Loki season two over there with Casey McGeorge. I'm about to actually hop on and record the episode four recap with him. Chris and I just did our, Jesus Christ, a DC podcast, uh, Elseworlds. Uh, where we talked, uh, we made our own Batman movie, Logan. So we took, oh. um, uh, let me explain that better. We built our own Batman movie is what I'm calling it. And it means we're taking like this bat suit or we're taking this, uh, this Bruce Wayne and we're taking this Alfred and we're taking this Batmobile and we're taking this. And you know, that's, that's what fun. we want to see in a Batman movie, kind of creating our dream like Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that is happening over on DC uh, Elseworlds, a DC fan podcast. Is that it? Is that everything? We're talking soccer over on Stateside Soccer Show. If people are interested in that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, no, MLS playoffs. Too. Yeah, we haven't gotten into Harry Potter world yet, but maybe we can start that podcast. Yeah, I don't have en- I don't have enough as it is. <laughs> they just need content. <laughs> Uh, I think that's everything. Oh, I started a new, uh, yes, everybody's seen this on the feed, a new podcast called Films for the Very First Time. I put the episode of Rogue One, where Casey McGeorge had never seen Rogue One before, so I picked that as a movie. I put that episode on our podcast feed, so that way, uh, I thought that'd be interesting to people of what is somebody that, you know, maybe hasn't seen Rogue One yet. It's now, uh, seven years later or whatever. First time watching it. What was his thoughts? We discussed the film. We rate it out of five stars. Uh, yeah, so we talk all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's everything, I think, this time. Uh, you can catch us everywhere on at Pod Awakens on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I don't think I have threads yet for this, but a TikTok at Pod Awakens. 
yeah, so have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you next time when we uh, break down this Phantom Menace live watch-along.